The road to Japan starts right here for South Africa and England with the World Cup just around the corner. The Autumn Internationals are a chance for both coaches and players to reveal their final hand ahead of rugby's greatest showdown. And Rassi Erasmus has been doing just that. He has picked a ginormous pack. Dwayne Vermeulen returns from Japan. Sia Khaleesi is at flank captaining this side. He's been somewhat of a revelation so far this season. Peter Steff, the hero in New Zealand when South Africa beat New Zealand away, making all those tackles. He's moved into the lock to accommodate former Springbok captain Warren Whiteley. There is experience all throughout that pack. Well, because this test falls outside of the international window, the Springboks are missing Faf de Klerk and Vili LaRue. Two huge holes to fill in that back line that'll take on England at Twickenham on Saturday. In for his first ever international start is Damien Willemser. Now, that means that the back three is relatively inexperienced, so it all falls down to Apiwe Dianti, a man who has been nominated for World Rugby's Breakthrough Player of the Year. He's had an electrifying season, and now he's turned from being a youngster in the squad to perhaps being someone who knows his way to the try line to try and help look after the young Damien Willemser. AP, nominated for World Rugby Breakthrough Player of the Year. You scored your first try as well uh, against England. Almost every kid wants to be you doing the celebration. It's, it's a good time to be a pure Dianti, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good time, but I, but I mean, as well, it comes with a great amount of responsibility. I'm just trying to keep, you know, my feet on the ground and just trying to do what I need to do, you know, to, you know, carry on being part of the team and, you know, enjoying my rugby. And you say enjoying your rugby. I mean, every video we see on Twitter, uh, every, every time you, you look like a kind of guy that you've just always got a smile on your face. You are loving life at the moment, aren't you, in, in the Springbok camp? I mean, uh, what is it that's driving you? Has this been a dream for you for a long time? Um, I, I think for any kid, you know, in South Africa growing up, you know, um, especially me coming from a background, you know, of a rugby family, you know, having played rugby from a very young age, you know, having that privilege. You know, obviously growing up, you know, I had that fantasy of one day playing for the Springboks. And I mean, when you get that opportunity and you get that honor to represent your country, you know, you kind of do everything, you know, um, to kind of, you know, preserve that, you know, and, you know, I mean, represent your country the best way you can and just try, I mean, just try and enjoy those moments, you know, because not everyone gets that opportunity. And when you do, you know, it's just got to make sure that you make the best of every moment. And, you know, you spoke about there coming from a rugby family. I mean, you, you didn't play first team, did you? You almost, you gave up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, at the same time, uh, it was a blessing in disguise for me because uh, it, I mean, it was a very critical time when I was doing my matric here. My marks weren't that great. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that really gave me time to really focus on the academic side. And I mean, by virtue of that, you know, getting good marks, got the opportunity to go in and further my studies in like in, in varsity and, you know, call it uh, nature, call it, you know, luck, call it, you know, um, I mean, just God, you know, just placing me. I mean, I, I found my way back into rugby and, you know, I've, re I've never really looked back ever since. And we did a big feature on our on our show last uh, a couple of weeks ago about the Guijo squad and the, the changing face of South African rugby. And there's a video of you even dancing outside the hotel. Uh, do you guys feel responsible for the way you've changed? I, mean, I can't think of a South African team that has been this popular as long as I can remember. 
Do you feel responsible that, do you, are you aware that the whole face of South African rugby is changing by your guys' actions? Um, probably not as much as it is, uh, but definitely, you know, um, I've, I mean, I've, I mean, I've noticed, I mean, you get a lot, of, a lot of messages as well from the guys. But I think as well, a lot of the guys in the Guijo squads, um, I know them personally. Some of the guys I went to school with, you know, I played with some of the guys. And just some of the guys, I know them from back home, you know, so there's a real personal feel in terms of, you know, knowing the guys in terms of relating to the guys. And that's why maybe, for example, in that video, you, I mean, you saw me yeah. probably like part of the video. And I mean, coming from, I mean, my background and culture, um, I'm closer, you know, and mainly the people in the Gujo squad, they are closer. And part of my culture is just, I mean, it's a, tra it's a tradition to sing when, I mean, are you going up against something, when you're celebrating, when you're mourning, you know, it's, I mean, it's all, it, I mean, it's all part of our culture, you know. So, I mean, to see the people doing that, and I mean, for me, I mean, just being part of that as well, I mean, it's a great honor as well, and just fun, man, and you know, it just makes you one with, you know, who you really are and just where you come from. Well, it's been a remarkable season. Uh, there's been ups and there's been downs. That New Zealand game away, you've probably been asked a million times about it. Uh, there were a lot of people at home crying in front of the TV. Peter Steff was crying in the, uh, in, on the TV camera straight away. What happened in the changing room straight after? Were there guys crying? Yeah, I mean, I mean it, was a, it, it was a very emotional, uh, history-making moment, you know, for the guys. You know, just to be a part of that, you know, um, I mean, it's a moment I'll, I mean, I'll, that I'll forever cherish for the rest of my life, you know, but, uh, but, in, the, but in the same vein, you know, um, it just goes to show how much work this team has really put in. And as you said, I mean, the mood, in the, I mean, like in the team, how much it, it has changed and how we are continuing, you know, to, to strive for more success. And as well, understanding that, you know, uh, we still need to build. There's the bigger picture, which is next as World Cup. And as well, even um, past that, I mean, if you look at, I mean, the guys that are in the team, you know, there are a lot of guys that are under 25, you know, and I think that bids very well, I mean, for our country and for the sport and for our team going forward. Okay, so Rassi Erasmus has picked a larger-than-life Springbok pack. There are holes and concerns in the back line. We've heard everything we need to hear from the Springbok camps. Eddie Jones has said South Africa are a simple team to beat. We shall see if that is correct on Saturday. Easier said than done, I'm sure. Let's head over to the home of English rugby, where Oliver Regan is standing by with all the latest from England. Yes, you join me from a very wet and windy Twickenham. Perfect seasonal conditions for these autumn internationals, you might say. But there's no sign of Eddie Jones and his England squad. They're still in Portugal at a warm weather training camp. Lucky for some. Now, Jones has made some big calls against, uh, for this massive fixture against the Springboks. Mainly, it concerns his two co-captains. Very unusual for England, but they've got two captains from now on. Firstly, Dylan Hartley is back in the side. He replaces Jamie George at hooker, showing that Hartley really still is a key part of Eddie Jones's plans. And then the other co-captain, Owen Farrell. He's, of course, played mainly at centre 
for England under Jones. Well, he's now back at fly half. That's the position he plays for his club side, Saracens. Now, aside from that, Ben Teo is going to be playing at centre. He's only played 30 minutes of rugby this season for his club side, so not a lot of uh, miles in the legs. And England have also got a lot of inexperience on the back row. The likes of Brad Shields and Mark Wilson Tom Curry as well. Not a lot of experience there, so they're going to come under immense pressure from the Springboks. It's a huge encounter. Twickenham is going to be buzzing ahead of this one. And Eddie Jones and his men know they need to get off to a good start if they're going to have a successful autumn international period.